0: On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we discuss, unfortunately, that last game in which the Lightning got absolutely embarrassed at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. We talk about the mind over matter game in just a little bit. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Thank you to everyone that's making us your first listen of the day, as well as if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like down below, turn on that notification bell and drop us a comment. Really appreciate it as we continue to build the YouTube page. Now, on today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, we discuss, unfortunately, that really, to, to sum it up, lack of a better word, of an embarrassment of a loss at home to the divisional foes, the Toronto Maple Leafs, 6-2 loss at Amelie Arena. Austin Matthews, the the star of the game with a hat trick, uh, bumping his goal total total at that point in the season to 54 goals. Just an absolute MVP campaign that he continues to roll through as we get into the final weeks of the NHL season. Now, I was really thinking a long time about this game. You know, it's one of those games where – we the lightning are in the middle of this this point in the season where they don't look like a playoff team they they we but we have been discussing this if you've been following us all season long you you and you've been listening to every episode and and listening very closely to what I have had to say about this team is that yes they have been winning games but at the same time these haven't we we've really haven't seen a lot of full 100% games in these wins. And what I mean is the Lightning doing everything right. We've probably seen maybe one or two games in which the Lightning have really gone out there and have played every facet of the game at the highest level possible. And the reason why I have tried to stress that all season long because these, these holes or or faults that we see in the Lightning's game throughout the course of the season... Those are those are holes and, and, and things that other teams in the NHL definitely notice. If I'm if I'm looking at this lightning team and realizing that they are they are turning over the pocket in the neutral zone quite often, they're they're allowing opponents, which we saw quite a little bit, quite a bit, little bit, uh, to, to understate it in this game. We're allowing opponents to to basically do whatever they wish in front of Vasilevsky or Elliott. Because we saw that in Elliott's last game as well. Uh, doing whatever they want in front of the net and setting themselves up for prime scoring chances, uh, as well as not doing enough early on to get the game uh, going for themselves, kind of waiting, kind of being a reactionary team instead of being a team that goes out there and sets the tone. Those are things that every opponent in this league has seen, has kept note of. And we're finally seeing them exploit that at this point in the season uh this is a game where i said er, last couple of weeks uh looking at this this schedule for april that this was going to be a game in which it was really going to set the tone for a possible playoff matchup now it is very possible right now that these Mm -hmm. two teams will see each other in the first round of the playoffs which is why it's even more important that the lightning needed to come out and and not only win this game, but also win the remaining game that they will be playing later on this month. And really the the case for this game, you know, I, I don't want to be overly critical because there was definitely a lot of things that lightning did. Well, they had 34 shots on net. at the same time. You can't really fault them. Uh, Jack Campbell uh, goaltender for the Toronto Maple Leafs had a fantastic game. Uh, out there. So you know, you really can't really blame too much on the Lightning in terms of what they were trying to do offensively. Uh I think if on any other night uh this would have been a close game, I think the Lightning would have been able to to match the Maple Leaf's uh six goals because the Lightning are definitely talented enough to do that. Having said that on the defensive side of things, uh I said going into the to this game and, and you could look back at the previous episode that this this team has not been doing a good job on coverage, cycling over to defensive help, and we saw it too many times, especially in this game, in which the the number one player in the league, number one goal sc- scorer in the league, Austin Matthews. I mean, so many, so many opportunities up in front. His second, his second goal of the game, right there. Really, having him leaving him in front of the net with Steven Stamkos, uh, really not the guy you want to leave down low. With 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 Austin Matthews, you want to have some sort of you want to have one of your defensemen down there, really kind of bodying him out because you know that's just that just comes down to physicality. Not saying that Stamkos is soft, but Austin Matthews is a big guy. So and you could tell in that replay uh, to the second goal, go go back and watch uh, Austin Matthews absolutely towers over Steven Stamkos. Uh, And and I really thought that the Lightning were going to do a better job of that, especially in this game, since so much of Austin Matthews' game uh involves being in the low high slot and we just didn't see it we just didn't see it and that's why austin matthews had a hattie and that's why the toronto maple leafs scored three goals in the second period and really at that point we could we could pretty much say that the game was over by then uh, i know it was only a 4-2 game at that point going into the third but you could just see how things were going for the Tampa Bay Lightning on the offensive side of things, as well as on the other other end of the ice. It unless they could pull a miracle out, this game was pretty much over in Toronto. Just the energy was there for the Maple Leafs as well as just having. And I'm not knocking the the Lightning fans and Emily, always a huge loud crowd there. But this something about this game, just Maple Leafs traveling well, Maple Leaf fans traveling well. This was a game you just felt like it just, the cards weren't in the favor for the lightning and anyone that was surprised about the outcome of this game. um, I think you need to go back and, and look at the stats and, and look at the last week, month and a half and, and see what this team has been doing. And, and really, like I stated at the top of the show, this has just been a culmination of everything that we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks. So really, um, you know, Long story short, the Lightning need to get it together. Or if they continue to play like this, especially going into the playoffs, uh, it's going to be a very, very short postseason for the defending champs. And I don't think any of us want to see it. I don't think John Cooper wants to see it. And you could tell even with this team. Granted, they're physically tired. We get it. Uh, the last two years have been absolutely taxing on this team, not only physically and mentally. But at the same time, we can't get into this mindset. As I spoke in the last episode, the mentality all year is just to get in. Well, I don't think that mindset really can cut it anymore. I think the mindset now is to try and win the division. Obviously, I don't think that they could catch up with the Panthers. But even just getting yourself into the mindset, I think that is something that at least the team could try and do. Not at the end of April when you're about to start the playoffs. You know that last week when you play the Panthers and Columbus and the Islanders, no, that is not the week to do it. The, the The week to do it is now. Tomorrow night you start anew. You got tonight, excuse me, tonight you got a game against the Washington Capitals. What a better way to to get back on the right foot, and that is get picking up a big win against this team. But yeah, as I started to say just a second ago, really, we get it late in the season, last two seasons as well you're physically tired some of the, a lot of the players on this team play a lot of minutes especially the, the defensive core Andre Vasileski looks very sluggish in that as well but we cannot not we cannot allow uh physical fatigue to pave the way for mental mistakes so we'll talk about that as well as tonight's game against the Washington Capitals in just a little bit first i want to talk about one of today's sponsors and that is betonline.net now bet BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info this year. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds podcast and reviews for all the different leagues this this season. Like I said, the Masters are this week. I put my money on Tiger. He's definitely going to win it all, so definitely jump on that before the odds uh, go down. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports Wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today, and you or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. Now, if you're following us on the auto platform, we're going to jump to a quick break. If not, we'll be on YouTube, and we're going to continue rolling right now. So, jumping back to really, you know, I, I about this this Maple Leafs game real quick before we get into the Washington Capitals. Now. There was a lot of positives. You know, the Lightning did create chances for themselves. You can't just look at the stats and say that at least the effort wasn't there in the first period. The Lightning came out swinging. Uh, they challenged Campbell early on. And I think that was really what ultimately led to this game being what it was. Just because Campbell, you know, sometimes it, it you could run the risks depending of a goaltender. Uh, who you're facing on any given night. Every team does it with Vasilevsky here and there. Usually the the book on Vasilevsky is, you know, pick your spots. Don't pepper him with shots or he's just going to get hot and then he's going to be a brick wall for the rest of the night. Whereas with Campbell, you know, and, and just this this goaltending situation with the Maple Leafs in general, uh, I feel like they're, they're just one bad goal away from the – the, really the the mindset just going down the tube and you being able to do whatever you want, where in this game the other night, the script was flipped, and we saw that uh, Campbell got into a, a role real quick in this game. And, I mean, listen, sometimes it's your night, and the other night it was Jack Campbell's night. Uh, the other positive is that Nikita Kucherov continues to stay hot. He has two goals and, and just a bajillion – Assist in the, his last five games. Uh, he continues to stay hot. So, you know, despite all the things, all the the cons that we have seen from this team over the last month or so, you know, it, it's looking at guys like Kucherov. It's 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 looking at at Stamkos who who has played fantastic this entire year, uh, as well as Victor Henman, who has played pretty well this year as well. And Anthony Sorelli and, and you're starting to see Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel starting to get really into the groove of things with their new clubs. Like I said, where we weren't it, you know, the expectations after this trade deadline to see guys like that come in and just be effective as soon as possible. uh, That that's not something, you know, we, we can't, we could we could only replicate the third line with Coleman and Gord and Goodrow so well, you know, listen, Those are totally different players. Yes. Do they have sort of along the lines the same skill set as those guys? Yes, absolutely. Can they have that potential eventually? Sure, if the chemistry is there. But we can't expect, especially after what we saw the last couple of years, for Nick Paul, Ross Colton, and Brandon Hagel to, to come in weeks after two guys got brought in and have that chemistry just completely, you know, Uh, be there that's just not how it works uh it'll come it'll come eventually and and really that's why i I tweeted out the other night uh i john cooper had steven stamkos on the third line which i really don't agree with i think move especially with the struggles that this team has had and and the season that steven stamkos has had i don't think there's a reason as to why you that move needs to be made now if if steven stamkos is not having a good year and and you need to change things around that's different but since he's on the first line that really there's there's really there's a time and place to 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 play around with things you know if this was maybe mid-february or or maybe late january okay i don't have a problem with that but we're pretty much almost into mid-april we're about two three weeks away from the first round of the playoffs i get it this team is struggling but i'm sorry you know there's very few times where i disagree with john cooper he's a great coach we all know this and but this is the really one of the few times where i really disagree with some of his moves and and really hopefully he he moves the lines back to where they were Uh, and we'll talk about that on the next episode released later uh talking about more about the washington capitals game so keep an eye out for that as well so Speaking of the Washington Capitals, now, this is a team that there's very few teams in, in this league. And, and funny funny enough, the Capitals are one of them where I look at the schedule, I see them coming up, and they don't really jump off the page to me. Yes, they're 6-4-0 in their last 10. Wonderful. It looks like they're, they're getting ready for the playoffs as well. Uh, they're coming off two huge losses to to very good teams minnesota and carolina 5-1 to minnesota as well as 6-1 uh to carolina so you know the lightning have struggled against carolina that kind of gives you a gauge as to where the lightning are as as well as where washington is i think that really when it comes down to it and and you know i will continue to say this until washington shows us anything more than that i still think when it comes down to it that this is the alexander ovechkin show. I think that team, when you look at this Washington Capitals team, really what it comes down to is the offense just revolves around him. Uh, They're not as multifaceted as obviously this Lightning team. And and you've seen it with, with the success that this Washington Capitals team has had over the last 10, 15 years or so. Really what it comes down to is that if Ovechkin's on, Ovechkin just really has to carry the team. And, you know, He's, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the all-time greats. But at the same time, especially this late in his career, one almost has to think that, and, and this might be a little sacrilegious to say this, but you know maybe his, his stats are a little bit inflated just because of how that team uh, develops things on the offensive side of things. Now, really, what I'm interested to see tonight, and it's not out of the Washington Capitals, I'm not worried about... We are, like I said, we already know what we're going to see from the Washington Capitals, and that is the Alexander Ovechkin show. As well as look out for Tom Wilson and John Carlson, supporting cast guys, especially Tom Wilson, who I wouldn't be the least shocked if we see Tom Wilson and Pat Maroon come to blows tonight. Especially after the other night where Pat Maroon and and Wayne Simmons did a can't did a get a chance. There was a lot of, of of smack being spoken on the benches, which ultimately led to. 10 10 minute misconducts for both players. Uh, I think that there's a lot of frustration boiling with this this lightning team. Of course, these guys they don't like, they don't enjoy losing. Nobody does, especially after the success that they've had over the last couple of years. So I think especially Pat Maroon definitely wants to kind of send a message not only to his team, but to opposing teams, you know, because listen, teams are seeing how the Lightning are playing recently, the struggles that they have had. And they're gonna come in there and they're gonna try and take advantage, and they're gonna try and get on the Lightning skin. And that's why someone like Pat Maroon kind of needs to set the tone, not only for his team, but future opponents and and current opponents as well. So, But the one thing I'm, I'm curious to see, not only that, more physical play from the Tampa Bay Lightning, but curious to see what is going forward, not only in this game, but going forward and for the rest of, of April. Now, I tweeted this out the other night. And I'm curious what other people think, especially for those of you who are watching on our YouTube play- page. Please go ahead, drop a comment below. Let us know what you think as I put, po- as I, about this statement. I really think that, as I stated before, Vasilevsky seems a little sluggish in that, which is fine. It's April. We get it, had a long season. Uh, John Cooper really likes to put him out there as much as possible. And why not? He's the best gold tender on the planet. But, I think you kind of need to start to manage him a little bit. I think with 13 games left in the season, I think you kind of need to pull the reins back just a little bit, not too much, I'm not, not to run the risk of, of him getting cold or anything. But at the same time, you got to manage him. You got to think about the long term here. And I think at the same time, give Brian Elliott some chances out there, a little bit more chances. I expect him to have – Pretty much split duties going forward. I would expect Brian Elliott to have six more starts before the season is over. I think that's fair, without running the risk of Andre Vasilevsky getting cold. I I think that as the frequent as to what kind of frequency we're going to be seeing, if Vasilevsky is going to get one night off and we're just going to alternate every other night, or we're going to have Vasilevsky start two and then Elliott start two or whatever. I, I I'm perfectly fine with that. I just think that we kind of need to start to pull back the reins as well as kind of just um game manage him, give him a night off here and there, because save his legs for the playoffs, because really that's what's important. At this point, I under, I, I said on the last show, and I was talking with a listener on Twitter as well, that I really think that, you know. There's, there's three possibilities here, really, unless unless we see things dramatically change in the Metropolitan Division. It's going to be Carolina, it's going to be Boston, or it's going to be Toronto. And off out of those three opponents, um, if I had to pick my poison, I would probably say Toronto. I think that Toronto still, regardless of what we saw the other night, is probably the best matchup for the Tampa Bay Lightning in, in the first round of the playoffs, at least, while the Lightning are still trying to figure out what this is that they're going through. We all know what they're going through, but I don't know. we got to see them make the adjustments. Now, Boston, we all know, re- regardless of how you feel about where they are in terms of if they're still a contender or they're maybe sort of on the decline, leaning towards a rebuild, I still think they're still going to be physical, and I still think that's something that the Lightning aren't going to have an issue with, uh, especially with you know, just the way they've played. I-, I think that's the worst opponent you could run into, a very overly physical opponent. We're going to see a lot of that in tonight's game against Washington. So maybe my advice there will change going forward. But I really think that uh, right now, as of now, maybe after tonight, obviously that might change depending on how they handle Washington. But I don't think Boston's a good matchup at all either. And obviously Carolina, we know how the Lightning have played against Carolina. They've struggled immensely against this team we saw in their last matchup against them. And, yeah, 4-3 uh, three, three, uh, four, three, four, three win in overtime, which, yeah, good win but at the same time you know there's still a lot of the struggles that we have already discussed on this show that you saw that was very clear and evident in that game so we'll wrap things up in just a little bit we'll talk we'll just wrap things up in terms of talking about this this game tonight against the austin capitals and what to expect for the rest of the month of april in just a little bit but first i want to talk about today's last sponsor of the day and that is rockauto.com now with the price of everything going up now, you, you know, it, you want to find the same quality products, but you also don't want to spend as much. And especially for a lot of people that have cars, you know, fixing your car, it could be a pain in the butt. And guess what? Rock auto is your one-stop shop to find high quality auto products, but at a decent price. Save time and money when using rock auto. Now, why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is also a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Or to find the solution to your auto part needs. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box so they know what we sent you? Amazing selection, loudly low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And uh, of course, once again, if you're watching us on YouTube, we're going to cut right to it, get back into segment three, finish things up. If not, watch out for the break. So first of all, I'd just like to thank everybody you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have a cold or allergies. It's that weird time of year where the weather, at least where I am, I'm up in the New York area, it's hot, cold, hot, cold, and it really messes with you. So if I just like to point out, and I was speaking to a couple of people about it uh, yesterday, about it on a previous episode, if you look now, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna replay it here because it's just an embarrassing moment. But if you want to have a little bit of a laugh, uh, there was a moment on the last episode, and you can see it because this episode is on on YouTube, there's a moment where I stop and I just stare at the camera and where, uh, you know, I I don't know what happened was I was trying to sneeze and cough at the same time and my body had no idea what it it was, what it wanted to do. So it looked like as almost, I just froze or I lost my train of thought, which I pretty much did, you know? And, and once again, that is some of the stuff that you'll be able to see with us posting more every day to YouTube now. Uh, we'll be on YouTube full time, as well as on the audio platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, wherever they serve podcasts. We are there, and the best part—it's 100% free. And don't forget to like and subscribe to those podcasts. Give us a five-star rating on Google. I mean, on iTunes and Spotify, and give us a rating as well. Just you know, let us know how we're doing, as well as drop a comment if you're following us on our YouTube page. Go ahead, drop a like. Give us a thumbs up, hit the notification bell. So as soon as a new episode drops, you know, and so you can see my gorgeous face every single day. And so, yeah. um, And and also go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give us a follow. um, Give me a follow, excuse me, on Twitter. uh, Danky, Danky, E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Love to hear from all of you. Uh, You know, you tweet to the show let us give us a question you want me to answer on the show or uh, just the topic you want us to talk about. Always glad to answer uh, the questions and, and comments of people that listen to the show. And, you know, cause I'm a man of the people. So talking about tonight's game a little bit more, like I said, this is a game. I, all things considered after the debacle in which the lightning did everything wrong, except real. I mean, they did a lot of things, right. But you know, in a game like this, when you see it, it, it you see the stats. It wasn't really good in terms of the goals scored. It almost you always have to question, was them skating their the, – was them tying their skates tight? Was that the only good thing that came out of this? Uh, but, you know what, that's the good thing about these these kind of losses is that you almost – especially in a game like this against Capitals, it's not like the Lightning played Toronto the other night and then had to play Edmonton or or – or, or Florida, or Carolina tonight. No, that, thankfully, that's not the case. The Lightning kind of, some, somewhat, get a reprieve, but that doesn't mean that they could sit back and take this lightly. The, the Capitals, yes, they, they, they are somewhat one-dimensional in the terms of how they attack, uh, and, and how they play. They're physical, and they're obviously their offense revolves around pretty much, not even a handful of players. Um, so, the Lightning to go out there. Start from the ground up, and sometimes that's some—that's really the only thing that needs to happen. Guys need to go out there, play simple hockey, and and let everything else develop from there. And I think that's maybe where the Lightning have somewhat kind of gotten away from. Uh, we we've seen oftentimes the Lightning kind of get too technical in the neutral zone, attacking the zone as well. And you know, you just you just need to go out there, cycle the puck. So, pick your spots to turn it into a track race because, at the end of the day, the Lightning are still one of the fastest teams in the NHL. And this is a team, the Washington Capitals, that does not do well with track meets. So, definitely a team that you need to take advantage of those spots and those opportunities. Obviously, the key on the defensive side, whether it be Elliott or Vasilevsky, don't allow too many high danger uh, shots because then we're going to have a situation like we did the other night. Um, make the Capitals uh, win the game from outside of the slot. I'd rather, I will take a goal from the blue line through traffic rather than a goal right up front. Um, I, I think we can all agree that's probably the more sensible thing. So if the Lightning could follow those, those very simple guidelines, I see no reason as to why they can't win this game. So we'll definitely check to see. We'll be back later on talking about this game as well as uh the rest of the week. Uh the lightning have somewhat pretty much, if we really want to be honest and put it simple, other than a few opponents here and there to end the season, the lightning have really somewhat of an easy schedule. Now, in the National Hockey League, there's no such thing as an easy game. You know, you're gonna have to go out there and play every game almost as if it's a playoff game. But you got you, you know, you're Washington tonight, you're back home playing against boston on friday and then sunday afternoon you're playing against buffalo and then you're on the road in dallas afterwards so you know really other than that if you could if you could win tonight get into a groove by friday play boston then really you're you're kind of fighting below your your weight class there against buffalo buffalo is a tough team though they've been playing really well as of late but other than that you got dallas coming up who is in the hunt still for a playoff playoff uh spot as well as anaheim who looks like they're probably gonna be in the playoffs given some absolutely ridiculous outcome over the next couple of weeks and then he got toronto nashville and florida uh as really the heavy hitters left other than detroit who we all know how the lightning love to play detroit and when i say they love to play detroit i would not be sad if the lightning don't play detroit ever again and i think a lot of lightning fans could agree with me on that so if you could just get past the next week and a half then I think the Lightning should be good. As if if we could get back to 500 hockey, and and cutting down on really, really what is mental mistakes. Because I I look at mistakes on defense, not getting back, not seeing like for example early on Stamkos on on Matthews down low. That's a mental mistake. That's someone not cycling over. Uh, there there really is very few situations in which Steven Stamko should be left alone in front of a net with Austin Matthews. Um, so if you could cut down on those type of mistakes and, and allow the offense to come out naturally, this team should be fine. This team should be fine. And I would not have an ounce of worry as to who they're playing, even if it's Boston or Carolina in the first round of the playoffs. And once again, go ahead, please like and subscribe to the pod. Give us a follow We'll, as soon as we drop episode you can listen to them and follow along as Lightning continue to turn things around as the playoffs near and as the season ends. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.